Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O, D-Rock, D-Livingstone. Woo! Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're enjoying your weekend. So, it was brought to my attention that, um, yo, it was like, yo, I listened to your last episode with Latoya Shantae Snell. I enjoyed it, but why did it end so abruptly? I'm like, yeah, I don't know why it ended so abruptly either. You know, I went in and I looked at the audio and the audio, you can extend the track and it wouldn't extend any further. And, I, you know, then you can play it and it will play in um, iTunes and I can see that it was like an hour and some change. So we've got a problem, Houston. I tried it again. It wouldn't go through. And I recorded the episode in Zoom. And so I can bring in the video. And so I imported the video and it would extract the audio component so I could see. All right. So now I've got it. So we're going to pick up where it left off. And thank you so much for um, Shake Empowers for bringing that to us, our attention. You know, there's some things about just saying, you know, one of my one of my favorite quotes from her 
or sayings is, is, you know, we might be doing the same thing, but doesn't mean we're competing with each other because we've got different destinations. You know, you might want to go someplace else and end up. Anyhow, so I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. Thank you so much, um, LaToya, for for being the guest on the show and, and Shake Empowers. I certainly do appreciate you bringing it to our attention. We out. Enjoy. If you don't, if, it's, if there's not enough seats at the table, build your own damn table. Build your right. own table, build a platform and uplift people instead of taking the time to antagonize somebody on the internet don't even know who you are. You think I'm, I'm phased by somebody that got 200 followers sitting here talking about, oh, I'm going to destroy your entire life. Okay, cancel me. I've been canceled five times. I, I'm, I'm good. Like, yo, I'm like a Netflix subscription. You just keep coming back. I'm like, oh, every time you turn, you're like, oh, she's a car wreck, but I can't stop watching. Keep watching me. This is not arrogance speaking. This is just how, how cancel culture works. Like, really, name a person who's got canceled that truly got canceled. Nobody really gets canceled. The only way that you can get canceled is you cancel yourself. And when I, I couldn't see that in 2019, all I kept seeing is, why are these people attacking me? And it really started off from that dude, Luke, who pretty much followed, my, I guess, I, I don't know, some, he got a, according to him, he got a tip from someone online. And I guess it was one of my followers who recognized him at my times, literally shifted from, a 15 to 16 minute pace. And it all of a sudden dropped down to a 10 minute pace. And I'm like, I record my Instagram stories. Like my Instagram stories is like, Hey, here's mile one. I'm struggling. Here's mile mm-hmm. two. Um, I'm feeling good. Mount 13. I'm a train wreck. Mount 18. I got nothing but F-bombs coming out my mouth. I'm like, I'm the last person on the planet that needs to be a race bandit. I run a seven hour distance. Yes. Sometimes I'm walking. Sometimes I'm talking shit. That mm-hmm. entire race for the rock and roll, because this particular race was the rock and roll New Orleans. I was raising money for that race. What people don't realize is that I had a camera crew that interviewed me that morning. Mm-hmm. This is the wrong race to race bandit. There were so many layers. There's still layers that I can't even put out there to defend myself because legally I just can't. But this guy ran with this narrative. He investigated me. I didn't know I was being investigated. He sent me a friend request. His message went to the other box. I happened to luck up and it was good timing. And I was like, oh, he was like, how was your race? He said it really nice and nonchalant. How was your race? I'm used to talking to random people. Oh, you know, I ripped out my crotch. Like I was super TMI. I was like, yo, I ripped out my crotch. I was like, everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. I left all my bras back in Brooklyn. I ran a brace with two shirts on. Literally did. Ran the race <laughs> with two shirts on. Um, like this race was not supposed to happen. I'm super lighthearted. 10 hours later, I get another email. So tell me what happened, really happened at your race. I'm like, excuse me? Like, if a random person writes you that you never talked to, that you don't know has a following, I didn't know the guy had a following. Um, like, he, I think he has like 20,000 followers. Like, he probably has more now. Um, he had this huge following. Um, I'm small fry. I have like 10,000 followers at the time. I was just like, okay, I'm just getting started in my career. And I'm getting dragged for Black History Month? Yes, yeah, so I'm like, like, yeah, I'm gonna, back to I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get sideways with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a Brooklyn girl, so you're not gonna tell me the. And the thing is, even when I wrote him an inbox, I was like, please don't ever do this to people. I was. That's the part that he didn't screenshot. He screenshotted everything that looks bad. But honestly, it's part of the game. Now I got got. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, it, he took a 300 plus thread and took the worst comments that I said on it. I'm not going to sit here and paint it nice. I said some really profane shit. I do. I don't limit myself to doing your mama jokes, talking about, <laughs> about your, your hairline. I don't, I don't sit like now I'm a lot more polished, but then 
I was very rough. I didn't have no media training and nobody was going to tell me how to speak and or how to feel. And I still feel that way. And I still defend that. But people instantly, including black people, I think that's what hurt me the most is when black people started dragging me and they're like, oh, look at her. You, you can't you can you can't give the n-words no platform because they're gonna still be who they are she's ghetto she's a high school dropout oh she's this this and this and this people shape my narrative oh all mm-hmm. she does is complain all day about being fat why don't you lose some weight why don't you do this why don't yeah, you do it's, that? it really started it really started picking up like i i yeah. don't but i don't knock anyone's hustle or whatever so his we share the same name which is like okay whatever but I don't, that's not, that, that, that's not my, like, I, I don't watch Maury. I don't knock anybody who does. I'm not a Jerry Springer fan. That's not my, that's not my, that's not my, everybody's got their own thing. Like, I don't really care about whether somebody ran a race and didn't finish or they switched bandits. I'm right. not that thing. I went to his that page his once. I went to his page once. And I did notice, it's like one takeaway from me was like, oh, he has no problem asking for, for supporters. And for a while I've been doing, content right. and i've been hesitant about you know looking because to get sponsors me, or, or whatever mm-hmm. what, let me be honest with you when it comes to the whole sponsorship thing because people are like oh she must be getting a whole bunch of money first off um i can't leak my contract because you know i signed you know these are legal things um but what i'm gonna say is that this is not life-changing money um i still mm-hmm. live in bedsty i live in the hood um, I live in also, I mean, even though technically like Stuyvesant Heights, you know, the value has the value. increased. Yes. Oh yeah. The value has increased. And, um, you know, my family, we own, we own, we own this, you know, so like, I ain't no mortgage. Like we own this, you know, and I'm proud of that because we work damn hard to be able to own this and maintain this. Mm-hmm. But I am not, it's not like I have this come up story where I left the hood. Like, I, I don't think even if I had the money, I don't think I would ever leave the hood behind to some degree because I think that this is home. This yeah. is more than just I wanted to be hood famous or I wanted to be acknowledged. For me, I'm, I'm always looking at it as how can we actually change the language for the future generation? How can I take the things that I make mistakes in? And I get yeah. people to actually look at my mistakes and say, hey, this is a manual of things that you shouldn't do. And here's how I made it work for me. And here's how you can remix this. Yeah. Like this is like, th- that's, that's what my end goal is. But when, when it comes down to sponsorships, it took until this COVID-19 to actually kick in for me to actually start taking in like any type of outside support, outside of sponsors. When it came down to sponsors, I was wigged out off that whole idea of, oh my God, um, this person wants to pay me for being me. the reality of it is that you're providing a service. Yeah. Nobody goes to work and says, Hey, you know, I just want to give out all this free labor. Don't worry about Con Ed. You know, like, I mean, like, you know, my life might be out, but I'm so passionate about this work. No, let's be, let's be real. If you are providing a service, even, and I think that's, it's hard for us, especially as people of color, we, we grew up, especially as seventies, eighties and nineties babies. We grew up with this, this idea of we're not begging. This is not begging. This is a matter of I'm providing a service. I'm helping people, you know, reach out and connect to people that they may have may have never known about. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm still unknown to a lot of people. You know, um, it's a little bit different. I mean, this is a different type of hood famous now, but I'm still unknown to a lot of people. So when I'm giving out free advice, like most time I'm like I'm out here doing my workout videos, I remind people, hey, I'm not certified. That's for one. But if you do want to copy my workouts, this is my open diary. That's what I still treat it as. My Running Fat Chef platform is still an open diary. But it took for my followers to literally chin check me. And they was just like, hey, listen, 
I've been following you for five years and I managed to get the courage to speak up to my mama and tell her that I came out because of your journey. When you did an Instagram story about plucking your, you know, the chin, like I plucked my chin here on like on a damn Instagram story. Like, yo, like quarantine got me messed up. How y'all yeah, You ain't got an Andy's, yo. You gotta get an Andy's, yo. Listen, I, I, now I got one at the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but we ain't gonna talk about what I used that one for. I gotta make my husband happy. But, um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> but, no, but the thing is sometimes we we've been, we've been force fed this this curated content i talk about it a lot um everything that we do you and i what we're doing is curated content we're still we still talked about it beforehand hey you know we're gonna do the show this is this even if it's not scripted it's still curated content and it's time your time is money even yeah. if it's not money it's valuable and when you're offering these things out to the world you cannot whisper your number like, and the thing is, the worst thing that can happen is a yes or a no. Yeah. Pitch somebody. You know, and this is the same thing I offer to the hecklers out there or the quote-unquote haters out there. If you feel like I don't deserve this platform, instead of wasting your time fixating on me, ask yourself, yeah. what am I doing and do it better? I dare you to do it better. Yeah. I want you to do it better. It would be great for mm -hmm. me to golf clap it up and say, hey, hey, hater. Hi, hater. Welcome to the table, hater. I, I, now I want you to see how hard this is. Yeah. Because when I work for, when I'm doing this content for, you know, my Hoka One One, for Ultimate Direction, um, the sponsor that they managed to pull away from me, which um, for the record, I can actually say out there, I'd only got paid $190 a day. So when people were sitting here golf clapping it up about, oh yeah, you got that, that sponsor taken away from you. Ha ha, we did it. Ha ha, thank you for the blessing. Because I didn't realize that I wasn't getting paid my worth. So thank you for opening up another platform and another opportunity for me where a place actually saw my value. Thank you, hater. So the thing is, all these things, all this mm -hmm. stuff that you, that these people have helped me, and I couldn't see it as help in 2019. 2019 helped me be a smarter business person for 2020. Mm -hmm. And in 2020, my platform chin checked me and said, hey, listen, if you're not going to get a professional sponsor that's going to actually pay you this, that, and the third, can we donate to you? I put out my writings. I don't do it as often um, as I did before. I put out writings. I put out videos. People can ask me in, like, in the inbox, hey, you know, um, like what was the one of the random things I got the other day? Can you, um, can you show us what's in your gym bag? That was an actual, like, an actual question that was getting hit over and mm -hmm. over and over again. You're doing these at-home workouts and during quarantine, this is this. What people didn't realize is that I, yeah. I couldn't get myself to a place to go out there and run. Um, I lost 13 people. Um, in a matter of two months and psychologically it does a lot to you when you can actually name these people you can actually remember memories with these people and it's like just like that they're gone and it's not just like oh they were 50 or 60 or 70 I'm talking about 20s and 30s where I was just talking to you a week ago and now COVID hit you and I don't have them so it made me scared and I was like, I'm the ultra runner that can't run. So when you're saying loss, you mean loss, not in terms of lost followers, loss in terms no, of I'm because of lost death. people. Life. I lost people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like, like for me, I, I don't, I care about the numbers, but I don't. Like, I'm, I'm thankful for the numbers. I'm thankful mm -hmm. for having, like, I, like, I, I think I'm, like, at close to 50,000 followers on Instagram. I got, like, 15,000 
on my like my Facebook page and it's been growing and I've been added I've been added to all these um, white lists um, I guess you know thank you to all these white platforms has been adding me onto lists but even sometimes those lists are a little problematic because people come to my platform and they expect a polished black woman and here I am just like yo let me show you my chin hairs today um, let me show you how how a chopped cheese is made you know and they're like whoa I didn't sign up for this now so let me wrong I actually do keep people I keep a lot more people than I actually lose. Um, but I do have, because of these lists, they're looking for me to educate them. And that's where I remind the person that heckled me last year and said, you're an embarrassment to black people. No, black people are layered. And if you couldn't, and what was felt, what made me sad is that that's a black man who said that. Yeah. Imagine someone looking at you saying you are the end all be all to everything black. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of weight to put on somebody. And the thing is like, I beg of my white followers, please don't look at all of our trauma stories and think that's the end all be all to yeah. us. The, the you know? things, things have changed so much. Uh, when the market changed, at one point, there were these, this image that was put out there, you had to be at least 5'9 and, and big. And then <laughs> when marketers discovered that, yo, fat is in, then they, they ruin everything. Then they, they start to like, oh, let's put this person out there. Let's do this. And there's nothing. I've been saying for a while, like, where, where did this 5'9 number come up? Who puts out this image that you have to be slim? You have to look like this. Or if you're not like this, then you're not. You, you don't have any worth, you don't have any value. And if you it's didn't go to school to get, you know. I can give you a history lesson on it. No, um, I don't want a history lesson. <laughs> no, you know, I'll be on, yeah, we'll be on here for two hours. No, but the long and short of it, mm-hmm. um, the people who the people who are sitting here, you know, um, like, you know, pimping out these stereotypes, a lot of this stuff, you don't realize that you're actually been influenced from years ago. Um, if you ever have the time, look into... Um, following fashion over the last century. Um, I have to learn, I had to learn this stuff because mm-hmm. of photography school. But if you think about it, the average size, the, the size, the Marilyn Monroe was the idolization in the 1960s, I believe, like around 1960s. She was the, the, the size to be. And then the seventies kicked in and they started talking about this long neck, you know, um, the Twiggy types, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, everybody has to look like Twiggy. And when it comes down to black people, I'm not saying that we don't think for ourselves, but even when we are begging for people to embrace and accept us, we are still begging for white people's attention. Like me, pick me, accept me, embrace me. When I go into a room, I want you to know I'm blacky, black, 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 black. Now I'm not woke. I'm woke-ish. Um, I have, you know, I have hood moments. I do slip up and say the N word. I'm not perfect. But when you see me, you will know that I am a black woman and I'm very proud of it. I'm a plus size fat woman. I'm a plus size black woman. I'm a, a black woman that identifies with the word fat. I am openly queer. You will know all of these descriptors about me, not because I think it's cute and trendy or they're buzzwords. I think that we have to, when people say the hashtag representation matters, it is much more than a hashtag. It is much more than saying words like diversity and inclusion. If we are going to be, if we're going to speak on these things, then we have to live in our own authentic selves. So that means you don't have to code switch when you go to work. Now, I'm not saying go to work if you're like, yo, what up? Nah, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not telling you. Like, every, everybody has layers to them, mm-hmm. but don't change up who you are. Yeah just because you're trying to make other people comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what you're asking. That's what a lot of people are asking me to do. They're asking me to, can you clean it up for white people? Can you clean it up so you don't embarrass us and make us look like the help? So they don't feel uncomfortable. 
Yeah, and I'm not going to have insecure people dictate how I should be comfortable because the more that I start listening to these narratives, the more I won't be able to recognize my reflection. My promise to myself in 2017 was, I'm not sure of where I'm going with this. I'm not sure if I'll make it five years into this. But the day that I can't recognize myself in the mirror is the day that I hang this up and I pick up something else. You, you, You cannot shy away from who you are destined to be um there is like some i'm gonna botch it up i'm gonna jack up this quote but i think that um leaders are not it was it leaders are not born they're chosen i think that is something something like that of that, that nature um and it's true sometimes the person who wants to be the leader don't know how to lead but sometimes the person who don't want to be the leader is chosen by his tribe because at that moment you are looked at and viewed at as a leader if somebody asked me to to you know, I want you to be a leader at wrapping it up really quick. I'm not that person. No, yeah. you better get you better get my my <laughs> other person, the other Latoya, um, Myrna Valeria, the, the people that they like to confuse us with. Get her. She's a great person at that. But if you're looking for someone to be raw and not going to be as kemp, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of unkempt when it comes down to my words. I'm very colorful and descriptive, and you just want us to be raw. You can choose either one of us. But I I I beg of you to not just look at us two as template. There are 20,000, 50,000, 100. Yeah. yeah, and I just my goal in this in 2020 is to get more people to tell their stories because I'm tired of being the only in the room. It is hard. It's yeah. not that I'm scared of my own success. It's just that I want, I am cheering for the girl who grew up in 1985 who was begging to see a version of themselves on the cover. So when I go on a cover, you go on the cover. We all go on the cover. We, yeah. we got an Oprah. We got an Oprah giveaway because no, I seen you movie. on the back of a bus, dude. I was, I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, I know her. I was like, yo, I, I should get, I should get the bus and get her to autograph the bus. I was just so excited for you, yeah. and, and it, 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 it felt like a win for me. I'm like, yo, wait a second. You're not I a, cried. You're not I a cried. Female. You're not fat. You know, this is why you cheer it because it's like, yo, this is this is this is a good thing because someone else, even somebody that's not even born yet, is gonna wake right. up one day and they're gonna see or they may hear your words and remember. I remember what it was like in, in right. her and how she overcame. And it's a different story. It may not be the traditional story that people are accustomed to. Dude, we, we are all we're all storytellers though, and we're yeah. all writing history. The moment that we wake up, we are writing a different page and we're writing that page for kids who are not even here yet. We are giving them the opportunity to be bolder and braver than we ever will think that our imaginations will think that we can be. And for that, I I can't, like, it's too small for me to focus on the people who hate me for whatever. I can't control that narrative. You know, if a person hates me, like, I mean, I've seen some of the vicious things online, you know, like, oh, you know, she's ghetto, she's this, this, and this. And I'm like, if that's all you got to say about me, then I'm winning. You know, like, as long as you ain't saying I killed somebody and chopped up a body and hit it, you know, and I smiled with my friends and ate the person Mm -hmm. over dinner, like, I can live with that. You know, like, I mean, but the thing is, you, you can't control the narrative that somebody else is going to write for you, but you can control your own personal narrative and what we are doing. And I say we, it's not just a one, like you are a storyteller. You are helping me get my story out there right along with the people who came before me who, who are telling their stories on this platform. You are essentially doing the work that needs to be compensated. And I, would, I, I, I encourage you to to get that sponsorship because I, I kid you not, there are less 
less than white people, and I'm this not trying to be like I'm not going to be PC, but there are white people who are not qualified, who have less credentials, who are doing this, and they're doing it with less, and they are getting sponsorships for this. Um, that dude Luke, um, who is essentially out there, like I mean, I can't knock the hustle. Um, yeah. I don't agree with it morally. I don't agree with it, but yeah. the One idea of the that, that he, really that really got me was when that gentleman um, lost his life. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh. we pumped the brakes. I'm watching this thing and you can see things unfold. I'm not a prophet. I'm like, yo. I warned him in, in an email. Like I literally still have the email to this day where I said, you're going to get somebody killed. So the shame, because th- there's this, there's this image. I'm going to wrap up. But yeah, no, I, no, I, no, 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 that day I, um, when, when, uh, when I read the article, um, I literally had to call Martinez and Myrna and um, I was close to, it triggered me. Um, And I hate using that word. Mm -hmm. Um, It triggered me to a point where all I wanted to do was go to a bar and drink myself silly. I I remember having suicidal thoughts when all that happened. Um, People would never know the half of what I went through. The death threats, um, somebody tried to physically harm me in front of my son. Um, where my son almost got hurt. Um, I was attacked five times last year. And um, there are things that come with titles and there are things that you just never can ask for. My heart hurts for that family. But when I think about myself in that position in February versus this guy, I think he took his life in August. I think that's going to be the anniversary of his death. Um, We should be really close to it. Everything in me wanted to hug that family because all I kept thinking to myself is that could have been me. And the only way that people would have gave a damn is if I was in a box, but all they would do is just Ahmaud Arbery me. Oh, um, but what did she do? Well, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for her death and then add a but, yeah. you know, to it. And it makes you value life just a little bit more. But even then with all of it, you still saw the comments where people were still defending him. You understand that white people who have less than you, who are doing less impactful work than you, are still getting paid. So why not get compensated for the great work that you are doing right now and the potential of who you can be in the future? Get paid for it. We'll, we'll end there. Right. Thank you so much for your time, Victoria. I certainly appreciate it. And um, have a great day. Yes, you too, man. All right, now. Later. Later. I, I tell you, I certainly did appreciate. Wow, thank you so much um, for tuning in to another episode. Next up, we got Michael, the dream chaser. Yo, Michael just, um, you know, he just qualified for the USAT team. So we're excited about that. If you don't know who Michael, the dream chaser is, so if you're looking here, that that's Michael, the dream chaser right there. You know what I'm saying? You see him? Can you see him? That's Michael, the dream chaser right there. So he he just got on the USA team. That's like that's like like um like a press release or a spoiler alert. No, it's not a spoiler. Just it'd be all a little secret. 